Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to another episode of This Week in, in-, in Carding. It is July 19th, 2023. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean as we are bringing you episode 68 of this podcast show, bringing you all the major news that has hit the ECAN homepage over the past week. Again, our uh, ECAN podcast and ECAN radio network, perfect for listening to on the way to work or coming home, listening in the garage or heading to the racetrack or in between sessions when you are actually at the racetrack, which uh, I haven't been in, in a couple of weeks. So I'm really excited to get back to uh, trackside and, uh, and getting the fumes of racing gas and tires back into my system. Uh, this week, week in karting episode is brought to you, presented by Sodi Racing USA. It's a multi-time world champion, and it's a Scusa Super Nationals winner. It is Sodi Kart. And starting in 2023, the Sodi brand has found a new home here in the United States. Sodi Racing USA is the new exclusive importer for the Sodi Kart chassis line under the karting distribution banner. French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing chassis line offers product in classes from mini karts to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Visit Sodi-Racing-USA.com to learn more about the Sodi Kart chassis or call 954-634-5111. To become part of the Sodi Racing USA network today, Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. So it has been just a week, just a little more than a week since our last episode, Nate. Uh, so we're we're kind of keeping close to the uh, this week in karting theme that is this podcast. So we'll try and uh, I don't think we're going to be able to do a, a show next week as we got uh, an outlet podcast we got to record, and I'm going to be gone for a day and a half for um, a trip to Detroit. So. It might be a couple of weeks before we get back into it. So I guess we got to kind of enjoy this one while it lasts, right, Nate? Yeah, might as well enjoy the week or two that we've kept to the schedule of this week in karting. But with everything starting to kick off again and a little bit of a mini break in the past couple of weeks for us in terms of the national karting scene, getting back into it in the next coming weeks and months. Yeah, our last episode was uh, July 11th, episode 67. Uh, I'll try and do an out a hot seat podcast recording this weekend or this next weekend uh, while we're in uh, Newcastle for the Scusa Pro Tour Summer Nationals. I'm going to try and track down somebody Thursday night. Uh, I got a couple ideas of, of who I can get. So we'll see uh, if we're able to lock them in for a Thursday night conversation to be able to do a, a hot seat. Um, so that'll be another that might be able to fill in the time. Uh, that we don't have this week in carding. But for now, let's talk about some of the news that has hit the uh, ECAN homepage, including the 2024 dates confirming the Challenge of the Americas for next season. It's uh, very similar to what we saw this past year, or I should say in 2023, which is where we are right now, uh, going from the, with a February, March, April format, the, including the first weekends of every month. Um, I think this year's April date is different or 2024 date will be different because of where Easter lays or falls on the calendar. I think it's actually in March this year towards the end of March. So that's unique to have the Easter holiday uh, in the month of March. So that allows Challenging Americas to move up their April date to the first weekend of April. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the movement of other programs, you know, Challenge of the Americas is not or not Challenge America, Supercarts USA Pro Tour moving out of April, and I think going back to May uh, with the start of their Pro Tour. So that changes that up as well, too. So, um, uh, yeah, interesting way of looking at it. Again, February, tw- February 2nd to the 4th to open up the season, March 1st through the 3rd uh, as the second event, and then April 5 through 7. Uh, making for uh, what will be an exciting challenge in America is the 17th season of the program and locations not not dialed in yet. That's one thing that's still kind of in the uh, up in the air. Um, you got to figure Tucson's going to be part of it. You know, talks are in the talks are in with Phoenix Kart Racing Association. Maybe a possibility of bringing uh, this program to K1 Circuit 
and then of course Sonoma, and then maybe some other ones that are in discussion. So that's that's kind of where Challenges Americas is right now, Nate. Yeah, I think in the list of tracks I had for potential for where they're going next year, I had a big question mark next to K1, so that could be interesting to see if they make the journey over to California for that one. And a lot of hype has been building around that track, and we we're supposed to go there for Scusa Spring Nationals, that getting delayed and unfortunately not going there this season. But hopefully we'll see some national and regional level karting on that track soon. And I, I wonder if, you know, the uh, um, the opportunity in April to maybe going somewhere else, like maybe say Colorado. I know that's how that could be up in the air as well, too. That'd be great. I'm just throwing it out there. It's not something that Andy Saisman has told us, but uh, again, with, you know, the warmer weather in April, that, that could be a possibility as well. You know, maybe uh, Grand Junction or, or maybe even Utah, that could be a possibility or even up further north, you know, maybe, maybe the, the Pacific Northwest. That's, that's always an option as well, too. So we'll have to kind of wait and see what uh, Andy Saisman's able to do. I'm going to guess April 5 through 7 is going to be Sonoma, but um uh, nothing's locked in and confirmed yet. The one unique uh, aspect is that uh, in their announcement, he talked about the possibility of looking at a summer program once again, which will start, which would be around May, June and the late summer event. So, <clears throat> you know, with the Rock Rock the Park event getting canceled, um, you know, there's there's kind of a and then, you know, all a lot of the national events being on this side of the Mississippi, there's still the the emphasis to have events on the West Coast, and I think that's what Andy Saisman's kind of looking at. And you know, you still have California Pro Kart Challenge, and but really, that's the only other regional program aside from the Pacific Northwest. So I don't know if that's going to include you know working with with that program or just doing something on its own or just kind of fit it, filling in the voids that uh, that could be during the summer months when when people are on the East Coast. Hey, you know, come come on these these weekends to come race a program on the West Coast. So, Nate, that that makes for and, you know, we've already talked about it. The 2024 program or calendars filling up fast that that could be just more events. But, you know, if if the race teams and competitors are behind it, it could be a win win. Yeah. And I think there's always a slot for more carding on the west coast at least i feel like there's a, there is a ton of stuff going on in the midwest down south and out east but like you said there's just not a ton going on over there at least on the national scene it's been a bit neglected throughout the years uh especially in recent years but it would be nice to see more uh series go over there i know like you said it's a really jam-packed calendar for next season between the three major national series they'll be running. So being I say it a lot, but it'll just be interesting to see how things pan out for next year. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it de determines on where these races are going to be, because, you know, the rumor is, is that the pro tour is going to be on the East coast only. So that's a rumor right now, but nothing's confirmed. Scusa hasn't confirmed anything. So we're kind of waiting for that. Um, you know, so it's, it's still kind of up in the air as to, you know, how things can shake out. So I think once those kind of locations are confirmed, I think more of a summer program can be can be penciled in for for challenge and the FTK promotions. So we'll have to kind of just wait and see on that. Another event that is uh, that just took place that's kind of been a one off uh fun event that a lot of people are going to is the IAMI USA Grand National Championship that was held at the Trackhouse Motorplex uh, this past weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, kind of a almost an all-star, but not really an all-star because anybody can race it. Um, so really just kind of a one-off event. I, you know, personally myself, I'd love to make this like a, uh, a uh, an all-star event. And we'll get into that after we kind of cover the event. But um, Nate, the, the headline victory was Dalton Haynes picking off Joe Turney there on the last lap to pick up the X30 senior victory and to score the $5,000 payday for winning that category. Yeah, not even just in X30 senior, just throughout all classes and 
shootouts and fast five. It was just really, really entertaining racing throughout the weekend. But like you said, Dalton Haynes getting it done for X30 senior on Joe Turney, where Turney has seemed pretty invincible throughout 2023. And it was nice to see. It was a real feel good story for Dalton out front to, you know, take that win home track and all these things under a 10 by 10 pop up with his brother wrenching no micron. It was really cool story to come out of that weekend. Yeah, definitely helped being, you know, a regular there. Dalton, you know, has shown speed at other events uh, throughout, you know, the last couple of years. I think the first all-star year, not all-star, IME USA Grand National they had a couple of years ago is kind of was his breakthrough performance where he was notable and was in contention. Now this one, he was able to to triumph everybody and, and score that victory. So big victory for him, but certainly helped being at the home track uh of you know track house motorplex so uh but was in it both in x30 senior and k100 junior or k100 senior but k100 senior belonged to joe turney um the last lap battle as well there we're shuffling behind him allowed him to get away but uh joe turney coming away with over eight thousand dollars picking up the victory there in k100 senior so that was three thousand dollars and then you add in the um Am I confirming? It was, yes, three thousand. Then you add in the X thirty shootout win, which was five thousand dollars. So, uh, and then runner up, or I believe third place in X thirty senior main event. So, a lot of money in the pocket of Joe Turney leaving uh, the Trackhouse Motorplex. Gosh, yeah, that and a lot for uh, Car Republic. At least drivers on Car Republic chassis, with Dalton being one of those. That was. Again, Joe's just one of those talents in karting at the moment that you know he's always going to be up front no matter what engine you put him on. And it was cool to see him race in K100 Senior, especially with like a couple months ago when we saw Harley Keeble do the same thing of go down, in quotes, go down a step to from X30 Senior to K Senior and battle with those guys. And it's nice to see the front runners in the KA class that don't run do double duty in x30 be able to compete and the crossover there and just see you just i don't know i I, in my mind i'm just thinking of like all the racing and i'm just getting distracted by that and i have all the replays (laughs) going on so that just speaks for itself throughout the weekend well and then danny formal or one of the top shifter car drivers was one of those drivers that was in contention all weekend long, he actually won the K100 shootout on, I believe, Friday night. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, AJ Myers was in that category as well, too. You had a lot of drivers, like you said, doing X30 senior and K100 senior uh, because there was $5,000 up for grabs if you were able to win both. So that was a bonus that put out by IAMI. We almost saw that in junior competition. K100 Junior, I believe, was the first category out for the junior categories, or it might have been the other way around. I can't remember. Either way, two drivers we knew that who were among the top drivers all season, Ernesto Rivera and Stephen Miller, they ended up splitting those with Rivera taking the X30 and Miller the KA uh, victory there. But I want to say Rivera was about what? just just off Miller in in the main event for that and then Miller was was in contention in the X30 junior category so we could have had an additional $5000 handed out that in in that category uh Rivera the uh the money winner in X30 junior taking home $3000 so I think I'm pretty good with my all-star for the junior category with uh Enzo Vidmontian winning the uh the shoot the fast 5 uh, in KA 100 junior Rivera picking up the fast five win in X 30 junior. So those three drivers kind of the standout in the junior categories. Yeah. Like, like you said, the really the three best junior drivers in the country at the moment, all getting wins throughout the weekend. So fairly good pick by you for that. But again, not too much of a surprise with Rivera taking junior in X 30 and Steven Miller taking KA. It's just, they're both really talented in both classes, but like we've been saying since the winter series, really Rivera just has that one up on Miller in X30. And then Miller has that one up on Rivera in KA and it's, they both have their days in each classes, but when it comes down to it, they just, Steven likes something about the KA. Ernesto has something figured out with the X30. So 
saw that again this weekend. Yeah, it's great to see that battle. Uh, another home driver picking up the win in the K100 Masters category, Dusty Davis, a former Stars of Karting star back in the early 2000s, late 2000s. Uh, Dusty is a uh, North Carolina resident now, uh, California native. Uh, used to work at Trackhouse Motorplex for a time. Uh, now comes back and races here and there. So he was able to pick up the victory in K100 Masters along with the Fast Five shootout. Uh, Mini Swift went to Cameron Marsha. So a breakthrough performance, breakthrough victory uh, for Marsha in the Mini Swift category, beating out Palacio, beating out Travis Pettit, beating out all the other drivers that were in the uh, in the field there. I'm trying to think of who the other one was. I think there was a couple others in the fight as well, too. But um, uh, big victory for Marsha there in Mini Swift. Yeah, and almost coming out with the Fast Five win and lost by, I think, like half a tenth. And that one, too. But the close finishes throughout uh, Mini Swift throughout the entire weekend, because the final was determined by like five thousandths of a second. It was a six way battle for the lead, which was just really, really good racing to see from Mini Swift and Karen Marsha, who has been really searching for that breakthrough win on the national scene and able to get it on one of the bigger stages, which is pretty impressive so you have to think that's going to do wonders for his confidence level going into national events for the rest of the season and for the rest of his career really because like like we've said once you get that breakthrough podium or win on that national scene you are able to carry that through a lot better and really be a contender for wins going down yeah it was ashton Woon that was also involved in that race uh Excuse me. It was 99 thousandths of a second separating the top four at the line. So amazing finish. And if you look at lab time, uh, the top 10 drivers were their quick time. were all within like a tenth, not even a tenth, like half a tenth. <laughs> so it, that, you know, GoPro, it's almost like the perfect mini racetrack. I mean, it's just so, so many great races that we've seen there. You think a pass is made in the final corner, but they get a good enough run down the hill to the, to the start finish line. Uh, and it makes for some exciting finishes. There's no doubt about that. So uh, Travis Pettit picking up the fast five shootout victory in that category. And then micro Swift Parker Ives is just the man to beat or the, the, the young lad to beat in the micro Swift category. Again, home track is is Trackhouse Motorplex, so took that to his advantage, but nearly swept the weekend there, uh, picking up both the Fast Five shootout. And then I think qualifying was the only session that Ives did not finish P1 in. So another uh, victory. I want to say I was told nine straight victories right now for, for Parker Ives in the Micro Swift category uh, thus far in 2023. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to add anything onto that like you said nine <laughs> straight victories that speaks for itself or parker he's been so incredible to watch this season and just really really a standout almost having a norberg 22 season yeah, so in what, micro i think i think we had cart republic win one two three uh three wins nitro cart two with ives and Marsha. Uh, and I think Dusty Davis was on OTK. He was either OTK or Cart Republic and then Ernesto Rivera on OTK. So those are the uh, that's kind of the breakdown of the chassis there. So with that, we'll head into our first commercial break and we'll have uh, more news and, and, and notes uh, after these messages. For over 35 years, George Barks has been deeply connected to shifter cart racing in the U.S. And he's been dedicated to one of the most iconic brands in the sport, TM. For over three decades, George Barks TM Racing USA has been supplying engine builders and cart shops with the TM product line as a trusted importer and distributor. Current customers include Darcy DeCoste Racing, Ron White Mirage Motorsports, and Two Wild Karting. Dealer inquiries are invited. The KZ and OKN class are enjoying excitement and growth this year, and TM Racing USA has all the available TM engines in stock. You can count on TM Racing USA for competitive prices and superior customer service. George has developed his stellar reputation of expertise and professionalism through his 30 plus years in the sport. Here's George to tell you in his own words. I'm George Bartz. For over 30 years, I've been proud to represent the TM Racing brand here in the United States. I know the product line 
inside and out, and we always have products in stock. I'd love to get the opportunity to add you to our network. From complete engine packages to each and every part in the motor, George Bark's TM Racing USA is the go-to source for TM products. Connect with George via email. It's BarksTMRacing at AOL.com or call 310-714-6907. Top level production with a focus on a single form of motorsport, karting. This is MG Tires. MG Tires USA, underneath the Vantage Karting Group banner, is the official distributor of the MG Tires brand for the United States. MG Tires are the official spec tire in the U.S. Pro Kart Series, Route 66 Sprint Series, Sunshine State Karting Challenge, and countless clubs across the country. No matter your compound preference, MG Tires USA has you covered. Whether it's the medium SH Red or the soft SM Yellow that you find at many karting events in the U.S., or the Super Soft Green SS and the Intermediate White IZ Optional Compounds, MG Tires USA has your winning set of rubber in stock. Indoor and outdoor rental facilities can now trust MG Tires with their solution to long-lasting and the best performance with three different compounds available through the RL line. For more info about MG Tires USA and its extensive list of dealers near you, check out their website at mgtiresusa.com. MG Tires, for the drivers. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite Karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for the 2023 season include the Ignite Majors, which begins with the annual trip to the Daytona International Speedway as part of the WKA Daytona Kart Week as part of both the sprint and road racing events. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regionally based Ignite Challenge, which just finished up a record-setting season in 2022. Local club programs have also been established in other states all across the country, from Idaho to Texas, Nebraska to New York, with more tracks and clubs joining the Ignite Karting program. Be part of fast fun and great memories with Margate Racing at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite Kart packages, including dealers in your area, are available at ignitekarting.com. Get off the couch and out onto the track in 2023. Ignite Karting, fuel your passion. Welcome back to episode 68 of This Week in Karting. It is July 19, 2023. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean as we're bringing you a new episode presented by Sodi Racing USA. And we get into a couple new other topics to discuss, including the U.S. Trophy Final registration now open. Yeah, so that event that we all look forward to towards the end of the karting calendar September 15th through the 17th there at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Once again, 12 tickets up for grabs for the grand finals in Bahrain. I'll be in December the 2nd through the 9th towards the end of the year. And then $300 early bird savings running for a limited time. You sign up early for that. Yeah, the 12 tickets on the line include uh, the, the winner in Micro, so micro Max. Uh, the winner will win uh, a ticket to the, uh, the Rotex Max Challenge Grand Finals. Uh, three tickets up for grabs in the Mini Swift or Mini Max, sorry, Mini Swift, Mini Max category. Uh, Junior Max has two tickets available uh, one open, one reserved, two open, one reserved in Mini Max. Uh, senior max has two open and two reserved. Now that's split between two tickets towards senior max category and then two tickets towards the DD two category. So that'll be interesting to see kind of how that unfolds 
And then Masters Max has two tickets, one open, one reserved. Now, the open reserved, open means anybody. Anybody who comes and races at the U.S. final, whether you're from the U.S., Canada, whatever country you're in, you're from, that is the ticket that you're racing for. Now, the reserve ticket, that is for those who have participated in the U.S. trophy program in 2023. That includes the West program and East program. So if you raced in either of those programs, you're part of the reserved uh, pool that can be racing for a ticket in those respective categories. So that's going to be the interesting part, Nate, as uh, as kind of things break down uh, during the main events on Sunday. That's something we were kind of following last year as well, too. Uh, who's going to be in what position to get what ticket? Because, again, you might not win, or if even if you don't win, you still might get a ticket to the Rotax Grand Finals. Yeah, it's all about knowing where you have to be at the right time for that. And it was it was a fun event to listen into last year, so it sure will be a good one this year. And yeah, I do. I don't. I think it might have been a home race weekend for us because I didn't get to watch it or listen to it as much as I would have wanted to. But really hoping to actually pay more attention to this event next year. Yeah, this September, uh, we will be there trackside, both myself and Rob Howden. Uh, Rob will be making the play-by-play calls uh, with Cart Chaser. I will be trackside providing top 10s, photos, videos, everything that we do uh, on a regular trackside event. And we'll also be streaming the audio uh, online as well for those who are not able to attend. So again, September 15th through the 17th. It'd be an exciting weekend. So I'm excited to see who's going to be competing for open tickets because that's, I think, I think we're going to have a lot more entries this year as uh, the Rotax program being, and plus the event moving into September now, I think that kind of helps with that. So that'll be a fun event to be part of. Uh, Next, we have new cash and product sponsorship opportunities available from OpenFender. So this is a, bit of an interesting one with open fender over the past year or two really taking off with you know providing that opportunity for racers to collect funds and try and get them on track it's the first of its kind i believe and just this is made for racers by racers you could have done the crowdfunding on a general site but now having it all in one place super easy and accessible for everyone um new thing coming along with fun chaser a new sponsorship program to connect racers and sponsors Uh, the launch includes sponsorship opportunities for funding and product from winding road racing sector one oil and open fender itself not something I read on a ton, but looking at it in the past hour or so, it seems like a really, really cool opportunity with already what Open Fender is providing for racers right now. Yeah, like you said, it's it's kind of the GoFundMe for motorsports racing, but it's also more than that because again, they're looking to try and build ambassadors for the brand. A brand, you know, that's essentially what they're trying. It's almost like do-it-yourself uh, marketing 101. That's essentially what Open Fender is trying to do here with this Fun Chaser program. You know, trying to show how racers can use social media and uh, all their different platforms to try and be an ambassador for a brand to help build sponsorship programs. Because again, asking people for money can only get you so far. You sponsorships a big part of racing, and of course, that's something that you know we're seeing, especially in all levels of motorsports, including Formula One, IndyCar, and NASCAR. You got to be able to be an ambassador for a brand. And I think this is a great opportunity for for carters themselves to take advantage and kind of learn more about it and then also have the opportunity to to get sponsorship. And again, these sponsors will be selecting winners and offering them sponsorships uh, in the future once this program is completed. So, again, if you haven't already, check out Open Fender, see if uh, see about opening up your own campaign, whether you have funding that you need to get for your season, whether it's for one event, uh, try different things, you know, see what other people are doing. It's a great opportunity again, to, to kind of connect yourself with potential sponsors, you know, again, not just, you know, the, the, the brick and mortar shop down the road, but just somebody, some other company that's out there looking to have ambassadors and, and support their brand. So 
that's kind of, you know, Nate, that's not something I really had when I was younger. I, I asked a guy for money, you know, to help pay for some entry fees. And that was about as furthest my sponsorship ever went. <laughs> I think when I was 10, I asked Nike and Gatorade, but uh, got rejection letters back from both of them. So that didn't really work out. <laughs> yeah. Th things have slightly changed since They're then. a little different. It's, yeah. It's for the good though. Giving people, <laughs> like you said, just more of an opportunity to help get them on track and get them racing, whether it's for a full season, just an event, maybe just a set of tires. It's just a really cool program that open Thunder has gone. Yeah. And enjoy it again. If I ever do start racing again, maybe I'll have to open up a campaign see what I can do and, see what kind of brands I can, uh, I can be an ambassador for. So we'll see. Uh, with that, we'll head into our next commercial break and we'll talk about where are you carting this weekend after these messages. Winning takes a team and Northern California carters can take advantage of one of the best working with the Carding Collective based at Sonoma Raceway. The Carding Collective is a full service cart shop and a longtime official Sodi car dealer founded by karting and racing veteran Nick LaDuke. Nick's decades of experience brings the knowledge needed to reach the podium, with a focus on attention to detail and providing a fun culture within the race team. A whole host of services are available with the Karting Collective, including trackside support, chassis setup, and driver coaching, as well as kart storage, kart service, and repair. Arrive and drive opportunities are also available. Visit thekartingcollective.com or call 415-328-1112. You can find them on social media as well and make sure to give them a follow. Make the most out of every lap with a perfectly prepped cart from the Carding Collective. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xfree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK USA directly. Welcome back to episode 68 of This Week in Carding. It is July 19th, 2023. David Cole and Nate Dean providing you some news and notes of the sport in carding. We're getting into our Where Are You Carding segment now. Uh, only three events on the docket in terms of national or regional racing this weekend. So I'm going to assume everybody's club racing. There's got to be a club race wherever you are. Make sure you go check that out, whether it's just hanging out for a couple hours at the racetrack or what, but uh, make sure you go check that out. But national, regional wise, the Cup Carts North America North Division is back in action. I believe this is their series finale as we're uh, almost wrapping up the Cup Carts North America program for 2023. They will be at the Whiteland Raceway Park 
that newly repaved and renovated facility is going to bring all the Briggs racers there. Uh, so it should be an exciting weekend in Whiteland, Indiana for uh, the North Division to kind of wrap up there. Nate, what's next on the docket? Yeah. Um, following them, Rock Sonoma. At, you guessed it, Sonoma Raceway for them. <laughs> I'm uh, not sure where they are on their calendar. Would you know that, David? Let's see. A month of, so this is the seventh month. I think they start in March. March, April, May, June, Ooh. July. So this should be round five, if I recall. Right. So round, yeah, round five for them. Out I, of... think they go, I think they go nine races. So uh, this, okay. about, this will be about the halfway point for them. And uh, kind of a warm-up race for maybe the, the Rock Fest that's going to be out there, I believe, oh, yeah. in August. So uh, good for that. And then road racers. If you're a road racer, head to Nelson Ledges Road Course in Ohio as the Dart Cart Club will be hosting uh, their event there this weekend, uh, a unique racetrack. It's pretty flat out. So if you like speed, uh, this is a place to go. I've never been there, but it was repaved a couple of years ago. And I hear uh, many good things about it. Not a lot of amenities around the racetrack itself, but uh, uh, a great place to kind of go and see how fast you can go in a cart. So why not, right? I'm just looking at the... I'm just loading up Google Maps here really quick to see that that that's quick. It's that's really I mean, quick. There's, there's what five turns I think. It's almost yeah, like the, an oval with one left or one yeah one left I think right. And it's no like hard breaking into anything. It's just all no. long winding corners of yep. just carousels essentially. It, look, it looks quite a bit of fun. Like I said, it's if you want to know about speed, this is this is probably the place <laughs> to go. I think. Yeah, I think the the one right-hander leading on the main straight is about the tightest corner, and uh, all the rest is pretty flat out, especially in a sprinter. But shifter, you might have to downshift maybe one, maybe two gears. No, but not much braking. <laughs> no, it, the braking does not come to mind when looking at this track. <laughs> all right, so those are the events uh, that are taking place on the national regional level. Uh, again, if you uh, if you can send us send us messages of where you're going to be racing uh, on social media uh, this weekend, whether it be national, regional, or club racing. So with that, we'll head into our final commercial break, and we'll talk a little bit on EKN stuff before we close out this episode of this week in karting. OpenFender.com is a way for racers like you to raise money to reach your racing goals. I'm founder Mason Filippi of the world's first motorsports funding platform. As a racer, I know that there's a lot we do behind the scenes before hitting the track. Driving fast, winning races comes after a lot of prep, practice, and let's face it, a lot of money. The good news is that fans and sponsors want you to win. They want to help you and be part of your team. That's why I created OpenFender.com, to get these supporters funding your dreams and getting you across the finish line. In a few minutes, you can set up a profile, share it on your socials, and encourage fans and sponsors to boost your racing. Racers using OpenFender are averaging over $1,000 per campaign. This is money that's buying them parts, paying fees, and getting them to the next level. Join OpenFender now and start funding your performance. Made in the USA. It's not just a statement, it's the mission at Factory Carts of America. Led by four-time Supernats champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in-house at the Riverside, California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American karting market, Factory Carts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. Factory Carts bring together the highest quality materials to produce a high-performance, long-lasting cart that has been designed and perfected from three years of development with a focus for a big push across North America in 2023. No other karting manufacturer stands behind its product like Factory Carts does, providing a two-year warranty on all their frames. Do you remember when American Made meant innovative, original, stronger, faster, and just plain better? Well, American Made is back. Contact Factory Carts today to join the American Made movement. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at info at factorycarts.com. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting, and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never-ending focus on winning. 
CRG Nordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent, reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the U.S. market. The KT5 features 30mm construction with a 32mm front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting-edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG 507-508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel, the standard in quality and performance, is still available. With Force Cycle Racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in brakes and Stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models for both gas-powered or electric engines can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at info at cartcrg-nordam.com. We are back with the final segment of This Week in Carding, episode number 68. It is July 19th. 2023 uh david cole and nate dean here providing you some news and notes on the sport of karting in this podcast show uh ecan editorial race report for the california pro kart challenge from santa maria karting association available for reading uh again that was the third event of what will be a six round championship program so they're at the halfway point now following the weekend in santa maria they're going to wrap it up with a double weekend at Adams Motorsports Park, and then a series finale back at Adams for the third and or the sixth and final round of the season. So that is uh, available for reading. And then Rob Houghton penned a walking the walk RPGs, Mike Rollison winning in 2023. Nate, this was kind of an, uh, a glimpse into why Mike Rollison's racing this year with Rollison Performance Group. Why not just be you know team manager and team owner? Uh, you know, why, why is he racing? And it made, it made, made pretty good sense, you know, what he's doing. And, and again, when the team owner in the, the the team manager is out there beating everybody's butt, it kind of makes you think, oh, maybe I should listen to him more. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I was going to talk about. It's a, you, you get it a lot with carding dads of like telling your kid what to do. And it's like, okay, then you go and try and do what I'm doing where, what Rolson is essentially doing is I'm telling you to do this because I'm out there and I'm winning and I showing you that I can go and do it. So, <laughs> and just having essentially the leader of your team and team owner out there and competing and just showcasing the brand and yet another class as if they don't dominate enough in whatever class they're in already. But well, and that was a thing. It was really interesting. He said, you know, we don't have a lot of KA experience. We needed somebody, mm-hmm. especially in the master's category, to go out there and, and you know, help give his drivers, you know, the the tuning knowledge because they would they were doing the X30 for the last number of years. And he would jump in on practice days and, and go out and and you know help the, help them dial in. But now he's out there racing because you know it, it, the more knowledge, the more data they have the more they're able to kind of fine tune it and go through it now you know it's a great great opportunity yeah i think then like you said just in the masters category they haven't had a ton in ka especially in uh ka senior hasn't been a huge contingent there so even just with him out there growing the ka program for them and showing what you can do on an rpg cart with a ka next to you is really really big for that brand yeah certainly helps and uh driver of the month 
for the month of June, we named Jacob Gulig the winner uh, of or the honor of that uh, award uh, following his two victories at the Supercarts USA Pro Tour Spring Nationals in Utah. Again, a phenomenal performance by Jacob and the GFC crew uh, to be able to do that. And then they came back later that month. Gulick finished third in the United States Brokart Series Indiana Grand Prix as Kyle Wick took the victory. So GSC is certainly on a roll uh, through the month of June and heading into July. Yeah, and especially in that shifter category, they've just been they lagging a bit behind at times in 2022, but have really made big, big steps forward towards the front of the pack. And obviously with them getting some pretty major national wins, they've proved that they are a race winning force up front with Kyle Wick and Jacob Gulick, who have really, really impressed against the likes of Marion Kremers, AJ Myers, Danny Formal, who have, who are incredible drivers in their own right. And for GFC and for those two, and everyone on their team to be able to compete with those guys. It just hats off to them. Yeah. A lot of their single speed racers, senior, junior, and even in the cadet divisions are kind of sticking to regional events right now with the occasional uh, driver or two making it to USPKS or SCUSA. So we'll have to see, you know, what they have uh, coming up next week uh, in Newcastle. If they'll have a few more drivers joining uh, the shifter uh, contingent that will be there fighting for the Supercarts USA pro tour championship. Uh, on the ECAN podcast review, again, make sure you download or subscribe to our ECAN radio network podcast programs, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, anywhere you uh, you subscribe to podcasts. This, this week in karting, episode 67, July 11, 2023. That's the only podcast we have out since our last episode. Uh, again, we'll try and work on some more hot seats and other face-to-face programs uh, in the future, uh, scheduling is just a little bit chaotic for, for us here at ECAN and, of course, throughout the many people uh, in the sport of karting. Uh, ECAN Radio Network, you'll hear this episode playing on that. It's the only 24 hours, seven days a week channel dedicated to the sport of karting. So you hear this episode of This Week in Karting. We'll continue with more of our Supercarts USA Pro Tour live events. are doing our rewinds with those. Rock Island Grand Prix, and we'll probably get into a little bit more United States Pro Kart Series uh, once we get into the month of August. So make sure you tune in when you're if you if you got all your podcasts what listen to tune into the ECAN Radio Network. Uh, what's coming up on ECAN again? Trackside will be at the Supercarts USA Pro Tour Summer Nationals at the Newcastle Motorsports Park in Newcastle, Indiana, on July 27th through the 30th. Uh, as we'll wrap up the final two rounds of the 2023 championship program. I just kind of went through the points a little bit today. There's a number of championships still in undecided uh, this, that will be uh, decided, you know, figured out when we get to rounds five on Saturday and then round six on Sunday will be the, will be the uh, deciding factor Uh the one championship that that probably is the most intriguing is probably the uh, the pro shifter category, as you have Jacob Gulick, Marion Kremers, and Kyle Wick all separated by fifty four points. Joe Turney confirming he'll be at the Summer Nationals as he comes in leading the X thirty Senior Division, and again all the other categories as well. To I think X thirty even X thirty Junior is going to be kind of a toss up. Ernesto Rivera, Max Taylor only separated by eleven points. Stephen Miller has a pre- pretty good stranglehold on K100 Jr., but again, still, you never know what's going to happen when we get to the Pro Tour, and we've seen it before. And uh, that's that's something I love is Championship Sunday, deciding the championships, who's in contention, who's not, where are they, where are they as they're running. That's my favorite time of the year. Yeah, and for the people who are going into that weekend with – potential of winning a championship it also comes down to who can handle the pressure the best who can just go out there and drive it like a normal race and who can put those nerves of it aside it's always it's always super fun when it comes down the final championship sunday for whatever series it is definitely looking forward to that or you have the driver who didn't really have a shot going in but comes out as the champion like those kind of stories those are those are always fun to watch so 
Uh, and then it'll be a month away uh, that we are trackside again as we head to the United States Pro Kart Series Ohio Grand Prix set for the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati in Batavia, Ohio. It'll be August 25th through the 27th. Again, really looking forward to making our first visit to MCC. Uh, get to see what the Bela family and their partners have been able to do with that facility. See how the racetrack races. Again, you know, when you see it on video, it looks one like one thing, but when you're there in life, it kind of gives you a different perspective. So that's <clears throat> kind of what I'm looking forward to and seeing it firsthand, Nate. Yeah, and got the chance to go there earlier this season when Cup Carts was there. And so I think whenever we brought it up, I've said it a lot, but it's just a beautiful facility and just a lot of room for the USPKS paddock. So I don't think that will be an issue. I think with their first visit here it's going to be a mainstay at the calendar i think a lot of drivers and teams are going to like this one yeah that's kind of uh you know we'll see how everything unfolds again that'll be round four of the uspks program so kind of almost situation saturday type scenario where drivers either can solidify themselves in the championship or their championship dreams will kind of be put to bed that weekend so we'll have to kind of wait and see how things unfold that weekend before we decide everything in October at the Trackhouse Motorplex uh, in Mooresville, North Carolina. So with that, we'll wrap up this show. Again, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, any other, we're, we're, we haven't done the new one yet. What's the new one? Uh, threads. We haven't done threads yet. That's something now that Rob's back in the office, I think we'll, we'll, maybe, we'll have to have a conference call about threads to at least say, hey, we're here. You know, or, hey, is this thing on? Because I don't know. I haven't really heard much about it since the launch, right? It, it, it seems like it peaked at the launch and then it's kind of <laughs> slowly died off since then. So maybe what, what, are, off on what are some other things that have peaked at the launch and then kind of went? Is it like almost kind of like one hit wonders, right? I mean, I can't even remember them. That's there you go. There you go. So so it could be a one hit wonder for threads. It, it might I mean, be. It might well, be what was the one video process. thing that everybody was doing and now it's gone? Um, oh, man, what was it? See, I don't even have that app probably. Or I have it and it's so old that nobody uses it anymore. I thought there was like a video thing. Oh, Vine? Vine. That's what there it is. There we go. Yeah. So, so it's close to Vine, right? It, well, it's, it's uh, Meta's the version of twitter right uh, yeah we yeah. know what it is yeah but so vine well, is, yeah, it, is, is it, one of those it, apps because is... vine no because vine success and then they shut it down and it was okay doing good until then okay so so it's not we never know. anything like vine vine is separate from no. its own okay so exactly we'll have to we'll have to try and find some other apps that have kind of had lots of hype and then went away perhaps perhaps all right. We'll discuss that off air. So again, thank you for joining us here on this week in carding and what's up with social media apps. <laughs> so I'm David Cole. That was Nate Dean. And uh, thank you again for listening in and we'll, we'll talk to you next time.